Hey everyone, it doesn't matter what stage we're at in life, everyone needs to feel protected. So whether you're just starting your family, saving for your nest egg, or sailing into your retirement years, Van Kempen Insurance has you covered with life annuities and Medicare supplements. Van Kempen Insurance has been serving their clients for over 30 years. They care deeply about your peace of mind. They're ready to find you the most affordable coverage, and they can't wait to hear from you. Contact them at vankempenins.com for a free quote and consultation. So get out and live your life with purpose, passion, and the right kind of protection. Again, contact them at vankempenins.com. Hey, welcome to the Soul Gym. I'm Crystal. And I'm Jody. And we are the Soul Gym Sisters. Hey, thank you for tuning in this week. Um, we are here to shape up flabby thinking and developmental muscle. Mental muscle. We've been talking for the last couple of weeks about Philippians 4.8, when we are to fix our thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure. And this week we are talking about the word lovely. Lovely. It's such a lovely word. <laughs> lovely means a lot of things. Lovely means delightful and beautiful, charming and form and look, tone and matter. Lovely means it's so attractive you can't help but love it. So, as Stevie Wonder well, said, Isn't she lovely? You're welcome. <laughs> you are welcome. Hey, if you never want us to sing again, we're, we're sorry. Too bad. Too bad. Okay. We're going to talk about the word lovely and fixing our thoughts on what is lovely. First of all, the word lovely comes from the word love. And as you know, we've, we've done a lot. We follow Dr. Carolyn Leaf, and she talks about, you know, the, the brain and mind and thinking all the time. And, and she says that we are wired for love. Our brains, are, our thinking is wired for love. We are designed to think lovely thoughts. Um, Dr. Leaf asserts that we are all created in God's perfect image, meaning we are wired for love. Now, researchers call this the optimism bias. And she says, as we're thinking, you know, things, things are obviously happening in our brains. When we, we think positive thoughts, these cool, fluffy pink proteins and healthy mental branches develop. But when we think negative um, unlovely, ugly thoughts, we create in our minds neurochemical chaos. And the thought trees and ev the synapses, everything that's going on in there, um, it has this perfect direction it's supposed to go, but it gets all weird and wiry and distorted. And because we are we're wired for love, you know what? When sin entered the world, fear entered the world. And so now we have to learn to resist fear. And so our question today is, are you looking through a love lens 
or a fear filter. Mm. I like thinking of the word lovely as the way God intended for us to be. When I was thinking of lovely this morning, God was showing me that lovely is, is heaven itself. And Jesus prayed, Father, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So he was painting a picture of what he considered lovely was he wants everything going on in heaven here on earth. So think of your body, think of your mind, think of your marriage, think of your relationships. When, when you think of lovely, it's just the way it's supposed to be. Dr. Caroline Leafs calls it the optimum bias and the your perfect you you are you were created to live in a perfect state of being your body was created to be healthy and whole your marriage was created so that you would live in peace and harmony your children were designed to live successful joyful overcoming lives. Financially, you were supposed to live in a state of every need provided Amen. for. So when I think of lovely, it's working. It, it, it's perfect. I, I was thinking of Jesus too, when he was here on earth, how he made everyone's life lovely. He made everything wrong, right. When the woman was caught in the act of adultery, what did he do? He wasn't piling it on her. He wasn't bringing attention to her sin. He was going, woman, where are your accusers? Neither do I accuse you. Go and sin no more. He wanted to turn her ugly life into a lovely life. So he forgave her, set her on her way and said, sin no more. When the children came to Jesus and they wanted to play with him and talk with him and, and the disciples were like, ew, get the kids out of here. He wanted to make a beautiful situation. So he said, bring the kids. He, he didn't push them away. He thought, what a lovely, wonderful situation. Bring them. I want to play with them. I want to talk with them. So think of lovely. Everything wrong in your life, when it's lovely, it's made right. See, love is the force that creates this atmosphere of loveliness. And every single day, we, we all have the same option to either walk in love, which is faith, or walk in fear. And so that, that's why we're talking about whether we've got a love lens on or if we're filtering everything through fear. See, a love lens just it creates this thoughtful appreciation of lovely things. Mm -hmm. You know, just this, this heart of gratitude, when we fix our thoughts on lovely things, think about it, uh, our, our colleague's daughter just had a new baby. That's just a lovely yes. thing. My husband's a chef, and he makes the loveliest food. Um, the smell of flowers. The How about the smell of bacon? <laughs> how about just bacon? That That is a <laughs> lovely thing. But to appreciate the lovely things in our lives, Whereas the fear filter creates ugly. It, it's, it creates an ugly stream of worry. It distorts our perception. And it really causes us um, to self-preserve, you know, that self-preservation, to hunker down, to not take risks. And, and so, again, that's our option. Are we looking and walking in love? Are we looking and walking in fear? And so... I guess we have to ask the question, 
you know, first of all, do you have lovely thoughts towards you? You know, how do we feel about ourselves? Uh, listen to the words that you're saying to yourself. Listen to that inner dialogue inside your head and, and the things that you say about yourself, you know, to your colleagues in front of your kids. Are your thoughts about you lovely? That's really important. And what I find amazing is I've known many people in my life who I've tried to tell them how wonderful they are. You're beautiful, you're smart, you're funny, you're amazing, and yet they don't believe it. They continue to be addicted, to beat themselves down, to act like someone they're not. And I've never understood that. I've thought there's a million people who believe in this person, yet they don't believe it themselves and continue to walk in a life of defeat and, and misery. And so I just heard T.D. Jakes the other day quote this, and it just, it, it nailed it, why people are this way. He said, you can't take a person who feels ugly about themselves and make them feel lovely. They cannot retain the encouragement because they are leaking from the inside. Only the word of God can get down on the inside and fix the plumbing so you can retain what God placed on the inside of you. And what a picture of if you're broken, if you're messed up on the inside, if you see yourself through a fear filter, a broken filter, that's how you're going to act. And sad thing is that's what you're going to project on other people. If you don't like you, it's going to show and, and it's going to be difficult to be in relationship with you. So we've got to start thinking lovely thoughts about ourselves. And the Bible says, let me get the scripture here. Sorry. James 1.21. Hang on. <laughs> she Time left, out. She left her Bible way over there. And it's not King James. <laughs> I'm going with the new American Standard Version. It says... Therefore, putting aside all filthiness and all that remains of wickedness. Stop thinking about it. Stop talking about it. Get it out of your eyes. Get it out of your ears. And in humility, receive the word implanted, which is able to save your soul. So like T.D. Jake said, the only thing that's going to change that broken self-image, those ugly thoughts about yourself, is the implanted word of God. See, he has lovely thoughts towards us. He thinks great things. And I know we've all heard this a million times, but until you take that word and put it on the inside of you enough where it starts taking away the rust out of that pipe on the inside of you or the starts healing those cracks in your soul, that it your life will never change. You'll never see yourself differently. It's so true. I mean, uh, as, as you know, we're fitness enthusiasts. And, and so our hearts have just been broken over how, how people feel about their bodies. Yeah. Jody, you were just um, telling me that. Uh, who quoted? Was it? Terry Seville. Terry Seville quotes that 91% of all women are unhappy with their bodies. Mm. That, that, I bet you it's... 99 percent yeah. mm -hmm. and and it's and it's sad but it, it's so true that when you look in the mirror you know what what do you see are, are, are do we focus on 
the cellulite, the rolls. I mean, when you look at yourself in the mirror, uh, do you see disappointment in your eyes? I mean, here's the thing. We all have such a deep-seated need to feel significant, but it's hard to make a significant difference when we think ugly thoughts about ourselves. Ugly has a way of repelling people as opposed to uh, lovely thoughts and thinking lovely thoughts is has this power to attract and and that's what it does and so again I mean if we don't think lovely thoughts about ourselves it's very difficult to think lovely thoughts about other people Mm -hmm. Um, and it's so funny because last week here we are talking all about pride (laughs) pride and and humility and finding that balance and and it's can we ever find the balance When, when are we ever good enough? You know, when do we ever look good enough? When, when are we enough? And so God is looking at us right now and going, you're enough. Yeah. You're, you're, you're just, you're just great to be content. What is the scripture? You know, to be content. Yeah. The scripture says with godliness and contentment, there is great gain. So God says there is a place in our lives where we can be content. I just heard Joyce Myers say, it's okay if you're not where you need to be. It's okay if you're not walking in the fullness of the ministry that God's called you to. It's okay if if you're not the perfect parent or the perfect wife or husband. I mean, I say as long as you are trying, that's all God is asking from us. But Crystal and I were talking, we tend to we're always in the future. We're always striving for more and I've got to be better. And to me, that, yeah, driven, driven, driven. That's not God. We were laughing going, I can picture Jesus waking up every day. Come on, you guys, let's go. You're making me late. (laughs) He wasn't that way. He was completely content with where he was at, where he was going, and his relationship with his Heavenly Father. I'm completely convinced if we don't have a right relationship with God, and if we do not have an understanding of how he sees us, and we talk about it all the time, God sees you this way, he loves you no matter what, but I mean, we truly believe it in our hearts. I am okay. God loves me. I am wonderfully made, and I'm You know, I think it's another thing. We're so afraid that we're not going to make it. We're so afraid because the devil's constantly telling us, you're not good enough. You're never going to measure up. You're never going to be walking in the fullness of God. You don't hear from God. It's not working. It's not working. It's not working. And see, that isn't faith. And see, we have to choose to be in that realm of faith and believing and love and knowing God loves us. We're doing what we need to do. He's taking care of us and we're going to make it. Right. Again, over the years, we've talked about identity, you know, and, and through our childhood and the things that happen and the things that are said. And so an, an identity has been created and only, so we've got a picture of how we see ourselves. And so we can be, you know, in the in the deep part of our soul you know just going yuck I don't I don't like this about me but God loves you so much we've got to we've got to replace that ugly identity with God's lovely thoughts towards us we have to take 
account of what we're thinking about, how we think about ourselves, the, the words that we use to sabotage uh, parts of our lives, some our relationships, um, that mental picture, God has such lovely thoughts towards us. And But, but to me, that, that T.D. Jakes quote is just absolutely amazing. It is so true. We can sit here and tell you all day long how lovely, how lovely, how lovely, but God, God in his love will can, can turn the ugly into lovely. God's desire uh, for us is to gain victory in our lives, to live this, this lovely, super cool life. So how how, how do we do this? Um, we've been talking about some things, but one article that I read says that, you know, we talk all the time. You got 30,000, 50,000, 90,000. Researchers are all, we got a lot of thoughts bouncing around in our head. Lots. And honestly, it's to start taking into account. We, we need to be mindful about what's going on up there. And so when an ugly thought comes, you know what? We can capture that thing and, and say no and, and get it out of our thinking. But one of these articles says one tactic is to remember what is dear to you. So when something ugly comes, so what is dear to you? I asked my husband last night, when I, when I say what's dear to you, immediately he said fond memories, you know, to, to replace that ugly thought with a fond memory Oftentimes, uh, you know, in traveling, those are just great memories to go back to. Those are lovely thoughts. We, we talk about the word of God, but I, we guarantee you, you can see God in nature. Mm-hmm. You can see God in the mountains. You can see God at the beach. Those are lovely places that can really help with, with just prettier thinking, mm-hmm. you know, just a, a you can smell the aroma of coffee and and music, music and, and meditation and there there are so many ways to get out of the the ugliness yeah. in the in the world um, and that's what we've got to do is to remember the things that are dear to remember what God has done for us we can so forget uh-huh. you know we can just forget and man before you know it we are thinking ugly and and I'm mean, comparing our lives to this life over there. And, and it's to stay in the moment. Mm-hmm. It's to stay in that joy and peace and out of that to fix our, our, our eyes and our thoughts on what is lovely and to get unlovely <laughs> out of our lives, uh-huh. to get the, the yuck out of our lives, to get the yucky TV out of our lives, the ugly music, whatever it is, gossipy friends. Mm-hmm. We got to push ugly out of our lives and obviously, to grow in love, mm-hmm. you know, to, to be able to grow in love. If that's the force, that's the force for everything, you know, and anything that we're, we're trying to do, God is love. That is the force to creating this lovely atmosphere around us that creates lovely thinking. It challenge. that's what will challenge the selfishness that's in us. And there's nothing like practice. Aren't you going to have just the mo- moment we're done again to practice? <laughs> Second Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So if you're born again, God is placed on the inside of you already. Your starting point right. is a point of power, 
love, and a sound mind. So when we get out of that zone, that's when everything goes wrong. See, the practice, the discipline to live this way, a lovely life, is knowing who you are already. I am a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. So God said that I have power to overcome, mm-hmm. I, I can love, and my state of being should always be that of a sound mind. So really the choice all the time is the love zone or the fear zone. So when we choose the love zone, it is going to create an atmosphere. See, it's power. Right. I mean, when you choose love, it, it is the power that will overcome all this ugliness. It's the source of life from God himself because God is love. God created you, which makes you a loving being. When you come from that source, then all the fear in your life, the worry, the depression will be displaced. So every day, if you want to create a lovely atmosphere, if you want your relationships lovely, if you want your children to be lovely, the force of love will create your surroundings to be a lovely world. Right on. So Jody and I have a really good relationship. And how did that happen? We have spent countless hours, years hanging out together, talking together. We're saying do the, the same thing with other great people that will bring loveliness into your life. Hang out with God. Pray. Read the word. Meditate on good things. Lovely is beyond positive thinking. Yeah. And, and it is positive thinking. Absolutely. But lovely is just bigger than that. It goes beyond the positive and it finds the precious. It finds the precious things in life. I mean, when we think about how God is thinking about us, it's absolutely incredible. If I can find the great this, that great scripture. Oh, here it is. This is so amazing. So in the Passion Translation, which is our new favorite... Every single moment you're thinking of me, how precious and wonderful to consider that you cherish me constantly in your every thought. That is how precious, that is how much God is thinking about you. We, we're thinking about you too. Yeah. I mean, we, we really are. We, we love doing this podcast. It is our heart to help set people free. We're just we're just amazed at what God has done in our lives. And so we need to get rid of flabby thinking, ugly thinking, because flabby thinking, b- bad thinking, it just it robs us of our life. I mean, it like like you were saying, Jody, it it hurts our relationships. It can it it just it wreaks havoc in our lives. So we are wired for love. God created us in his perfect image. And the further we get away from that perfect image, the crazier and uglier our thinking gets. So we have have a choice every morning. Love lens, fear filter. That's what we've got. So as we grow in love, our thoughts can only grow lovelier. And so lovely thoughts attract good things in our lives. And ugly thinking, ugly thoughts repel 
And so we, we all need to look in our lives at the areas that are working, rock on, keep doing that, keep getting better at that. But the areas that aren't going so well, whether it's weight or debt or broken relationships, our thinking is off. And so this week, for your mental muscle training tip, we want you to practice love. We want you to practice what we're talking about. God said love is shed abroad in our hearts. It's, it's in there. He, he created us in his perfect image. That love is in there. So this week, practice patience. Overlook a spiteful word. Um, put resentment behind you. Uh, and we will definitely increase and overflow in love. And guess what? You cannot help but become lovely. Like Stevie Wonder says, isn't she lovely? Yes, she did. Well, thank you for listening to yes. the Soul Gym. Um, as always, uh, please check out our book, Mind Moxie, How to Help You Master What's Mastering You. We want you to check out our website at mymoxylife.com. Hey, we're working on Soul, soul Gym Sisters. Uh, we would appreciate any of your support. We love you. We're praying for you. Tell your friends. Um, catch us next week at the Soul Gym where we whip flabby thinking into shape and develop mental, mental muscle. muscle. Bye. Bye.